Hiya, I'm Mel. Welcome to the secret diary of a binge eater, an ex-binge eater, helping you transform your life beyond recovery. I'm a binge eating specialist, clinical rapid transformational therapist, the three principles, transformational coach, a human design generator, and a scientific manifester. I will help you understand the principles of our human experiences and the science behind manifestations to help you see the importance of releasing any blocks like your self-sabotaging behaviors, both consciously and subconsciously to clear the path to your dreams. And if you like the sound of this, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and let's manifest our dream lives together. Thank you for listening and please share this podcast with anyone you think might also benefit from this too. Hope you enjoy this episode. Love, Mel. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Secret Diary of a Ex-Bingita. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing to you one of the many multitudes of reasons why most of us have a problem with food and it's just sharing a story that happened to me and my daughter but actually you could probably relate similar situations happening or has happened in your life and I I know this is just one of many stories that I can share with you and there is a science behind that so On that note, without further ado, enjoy this uh, episode. It is a um, an old blog post that I am reading, so it will sound a little bit robotic. But anyway, the content is there. There's some really juicy golden nuggets in there that, again, all in the hopes that it'll help your mind start the cogs working so that you can start consciously making the changes that you need to become free from self-sabotaging behaviors like binge eating but it really is um, the same formula for everything else but yeah today is more focused on eating and um, so for those people that are struggling with food this one is for you so speak to you later most adults are walking children one of the things i learned during my hypnotherapy training and what comes up with my clients all the time is childhood experiences are anchored to most of our behaviors as adults now Most of us are inadvertently walking around with childhood beliefs, which unfortunately either sabotages us, holds us back from our real potential, or makes us feel insignificant. I remember before the virus, um, you know, COVID, I was out with my parents. I was sitting at the back of their car with my daughter, trying to settle her outburst when my dad got a packet of sweets out and tried to supersede me by handing a sweet to her. He said, here you go, have a sweet, that'll make you feel better. Before my hypnotherapy, I wouldn't have had the courage to stand up to my dad and say, 
no thanks dad i'm handling this okay she doesn't need a sweet she just needs a cuddle a couple of things happened here without us even realizing first parents are always parents even though i was like at the time or i guess around just over 40 years old they thought they could still undermine me because I was or am still their child. And secondly, which is the biggest problem, and it's not just them, most people, especially the older generation, thinks giving sweets, in fact, any kind of food like cakes, biscuits, ice cream, is a good technique to calm down a child. And like I said, it wasn't just my, my parents. This is like a common thing that we do as a society. So in my dad's defense, it was actually done with the best of his intentions. He really wanted just to cheer my daughter up. The major reason why we have unhealthy relationships with food is because our connection with food was damaged during our childhood. You see, even though we are already naturally driven towards sweet and fatty things as part of our biological survival makeup, in combination with the power of emotion, for example, when you hurt yourself, you're sad, or, you know, like my daughter instant, when you put the natural drive towards sweet and fatty things with emotion, it's like a nuclear formula for eating disorder disaster. I'll repeat that again. It's like a nuclear formula for eating disorder disaster. <laughs> I don't know why I can't even pronounce that disorder disaster. It's a bit of a tongue twist, but you get what I mean. So biscuits, cakes, sweets, ice cream and whatnot may have solved our emotional problems for a moment when we were kids, but it was really lining us up with false beliefs about problem solving. And instead of having a healthy relationship with our emotions and our food, we started connecting biscuits, cakes, ice creams and whatnot to solve our problems. Just like my dad giving a sweet to my daughter to make her feel better instead of just giving her a hug. And on the contrast, the more effective and more nurturing and more lasting way that doesn't cause any possible mental confusion is to empower our children to deal with their emotional challenges, which eventually helps us as adults to deal with emotional challenges ourselves. And the thing is, if we knew this, it doesn't even cost anything. It only takes a little bit of time 
patience, just needs us to listen, to empathise, to talk to our children and even only cost a hug and even a kiss. That's it. It really wasn't complicated. It's not complicated. And even though as adults we know that cakes, biscuits, chocolates and those things doesn't solve our problems, it is sad that many of us have weight issues trapped in dieting, treadmills or soul-destroying eating disorders. And all because our subconscious minds have locked to outdated beliefs that cakes, biscuits, chocolates in some way solves our problems. And ever wondered where the phrase comfort food came from? So as adults, we know that even though we might feel good for those precious few moments while we consume those types of foods, our problems really realistically don't go away, right? In fact, you'll notice that our problems get worse because not only do we have to deal with the original problem, like my daughter falling over or a problem with work, the overload, somebody like being mean to us. And if we're not aware that where these behaviors come from and we go for that default or grabbing food every time we face a challenge, we then have to deal with the compounding side effect of eating when we're not hungry on top of all that. So not only do we have to resolve <laughs> the original thing that we had to deal with we also have to resolve you know the eating side so we're actually putting more problems on top of our problems even though at the time it feels like we're actually making us feel better but without us realizing because before it even decided to find a solution to our problems we've already unconsciously just gone for the food thinking it's going to make us feel better but in actual fact it's just piling problems on top of another so now you can see the kind of programming that we received that has corrupted the way that we use food food is supposed to be enjoyed we are supposed to enjoy it at times when we supposed to enjoy them, like our coffee shop with friends and when we're eating dinner, we're supposed to enjoy it. When we go out and have an ice cream, we enjoy it. But it wasn't supposed to be like a medication. It wasn't supposed to be used in any other way. It makes sense why most of us have such an unhealthy relationship to food and that's just one of them just one story and as you continue to listen to this podcast you'll hear so many different programs that we received as children that added on top of this and no wonder we end up feeling stuck and confused when it comes to healthy eating. Now that you've got awareness of where this comes from, 
you can help yourself now on a conscious level and when I'm saying conscious I'm talking about the mind all the time if you're listening to this podcast I did try all those things like dieting and fasting and macro and things like that but when you work with the mind everything starts to get a lot easier one of the things that you can do to start reprogramming yourself away from the connection that you have with food to things like your emotions you can start changing and start reprogramming your mind to look at food a different way find different ways that you can alleviate your emotion instead of going for the food first because now you can go back to this story and think ah I'm only going to food because I'm feeling like a little child at the moment I'm not feeling like the empowered adult that I should be because in my mind as soon as I feel stressed I go back to that four-year-old that five-year-old that six-year-old that I got taught food was the answer to my problem so next time you feel stressed out at work or somebody annoys you or something triggers you you can now find your story and start using that as power to make more positive actions for you that are going to benefit you in the life that you prefer whether it's to have your perfect body and again whenever I say perfect body in this podcast it's perfect for you not bloody skinny waif catwalk perfect it's perfect healthy for you to allow you to be able to live the life that you want whether it's like to keep up with your grandkids to to run to feel light to feel good looking in the mirror whatever that perfect body is or whether or not you just want to enjoy food without feeling absolutely in agony all the time. So this story is going to help you. My suggestion is get some paper out and think about some of the stories that you went through as a children, as a children, as a child, and write down what happened at times. Were you only taken to McDonald's when your parents saw you? Did you only spend time with your parents when you were eating? Maybe there was a belief there that you you were only loved when you ate. Did your parents only took you to places to eat, to, to bond with you rather than doing something like fun outdoors? Find your story because I tell you what, over time when you feel yourself getting drawn to food when you're stressed out you can say to yourself oh I recognize this story so anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode and again if you find this episode useful let everyone know and I'll catch you again soon bye Thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope something in today's episode started some cogs going in your mind. And don't forget to connect with me and even share this episode and post a comment on what aha moments you had. If you want to overcome your biggest challenges in your life by learning the truth 
behind how we work, learn about the science behind creating even the impossible dreams to come true, make sure you subscribe to this channel. And also remember, you are the creator of your life. And yes, that means stop waiting for other people, your environment or your willpower to change. You can stop any struggles that you're having right now and create space for the real science of manifestations to happen in your life. Until next time, big love, Mel, bye.